Welcome to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com, dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. Serving leaders, managers, and people who will be, helping you reach excellence in your work and achieve your personal goals at the same time. Sign up for the free course at clearandopen.com. What if all of the business problems you have are completely solvable and it's not an issue of knowledge, skill? Now we're talking, right? Skill requires practice, but even more important is awareness. Because if you're not aware of your own disengagement, then you'll not be able to practice that skill. Hi, it's Joseph, and thanks for tuning in to Manage to Engage, the podcast from clearandopen.com. When in your life have you wanted something so much that you are willing to do whatever it takes to attain it? For some of you, the answer might be never, or at least not recently. Because we can have any frivolous desire fulfilled whenever we want, our society is collectively losing its resolve. Commitment and dedication are dying, and this could be a dangerous trend. So for the next few episodes, I'll help you engage with life and find your resolve, if you're willing to join me. I offer weekly member webcasts, online courses, and mentorship at clearandopen.com because it's my truth that with the right tools, anyone can eliminate the people, money, and time problems holding them back in business. And I share parts of these webcasts and courses on this show because I want to help you too. If you're enjoying the show and learning from it, I'd really love your feedback. If you're listening to the show on an Apple device, all you have to do is open up the podcast app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review for the show. Thanks for listening. Let's start the show. Over 1,500 years ago, a guy who later went by the name of Huike in China who was thought of as enlightened, but criticized for not having a teacher. Legend has it. All of this is semi-historical, of course, being that far back. And he went to a guy who many people have heard of, a guy by the name of Bodhidharma. And Bodhidharma was a Shaolin monk. He was the father of Shaolin martial arts uh, and later created Kung Fu. And he was the man, right? And he went to him and said, will you teach me? And Bodhidharma said, that would be a complete and total waste of time. You're arrogant and weak and without virtue and you have a shallow heart. Get out of here. And the story goes that Huike stood outside in the snow all night And in the morning, the snow was up to his waist. And he asked Bodhidharma again, will you teach me? And he again refused. Finally, Huike cut off his own left arm and presented it to Bodhidharma as an expression of his dedication and commitment, and certainly in some ways, desperation to have him as a teacher. And he accepted Now this scene, I'm pretty sure that's the oldest scene, I did a little research, the oldest scene of such a kind of uh, arrangement and pursuit. You've seen this scene in movies like Fight Club, and more recently, Doctor Strange, it happens there. 
And uh, there's this moment, it's kind of, it's become archetypal where the teacher is demanding a certain level of engagement that they don't think the student has. Now, of course, you can look at these kinds of situations two ways, at least, right? Through our 21st century eyes, most people would see these kinds of things as a a corrupt, abusive teacher on an ego trip, right? Demanding that the students honor them and, you know, grovel before them so that they can feel good about themselves. And certainly that's always a possibility when that's going on. But I think it's easy to see that in today's culture and society, we're far more prone to seeing it, such a situation as an abuse of power, rather than actually an extreme act of service. You get what I mean? Because especially in Western culture, where a kind of teenage mentality of you can't tell me what to do, and more recently um, in younger generations, I can have whatever I want yesterday, that kind of dedication, commitment, mm, a, a surrender, a giving over to another person's authority in self-interest, right? Choosing the teacher, right? So we would say about Huike that he chose in his own self-interest, healthy or not is another question, but he certainly chose to cut his own arm off to try to get his teacher's attention. Right? He did that for himself. Could it be also that the teacher, Bodhidharma, was saying no because he knew that Huike had not yet mustered the dedication, the passion, the commitment, not knowing if he would, but seeing in him, mm, we're not ready to begin yet, I need something more. Now, unlikely, historically speaking, Huike cut his own arm off. I mean, from a legend standpoint, uh, he probably did some extreme things and then people told it and told it and told it. And like, uh, like the fish story, the fisherman story, the fish gets bigger every time you tell it. But you've all probably been in a situation not unlike that, at least in some ways. Where in your life did you want something so bad that you were willing to do extreme things for it? Probably anything that you're really great at, you brought that kind of dedication to. Maybe not to a teacher. Maybe it didn't play out that way. Maybe it was just between you and you, or between you and life, or between, between you and that musical instrument, or between you and that meditation stool, or between you and that treadmill, or whatever it was. But there was a moment where you just said, you know what? This is going to happen. And I'm, gonna, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Nowadays, when people say they're willing to do whatever it takes, rarely do they really mean it. Because that kind of commitment and dedication is dying in our world. Largely aided and abetted by technology, which supports the instant gratification streak in us 
to have whatever we want, whenever we want. And we go, oh yeah, I want that. You mean I can get whatever I want without having to work for it? I don't even have to go to the library to find out something. I mean, remember what was it like before the internet when you would be like, I wonder about, you know, I mean, literally I did this while brushing my teeth this morning. I was like, oh yeah, who was the guy who cut his own arm off? Because in some um, forms of uh, Chinese martial arts, the tradition is to bow with just your right hand uh, up in this prayer fashion without the left in honor of that commitment. Maybe sometimes you've seen that. And I was thinking about that story. And I was like, who was that? In 45 seconds, I found the answer to that, right? 20 years ago, I would have had to go to the library, right? Then I would go to like the card catalog, right? Before there were computer, remember those things? The card catalog. And I would be going through like, I'd be searching for Buddhism, Shaolin, monks. It probably would have taken me three hours to find the answer to that if I was quick, right? But now 45 seconds, like that's like millions of percent faster, right? (laughs) And then look how easily, look how conditioned we get to wanting these quick fixes that like, you know, if my phone lags while I'm doing searching for this, my eyes start to roll and I get frustrated with it because it's not quite as many millions of percent fast enough for me. Right. And this didn't happen over a thousand years. This happened over 20. Crazy, right? The, The conditioning of instant gratification may destroy the human race. The jury is clearly still out. So I say all of this to as a preamble for, for this course because you know, fundamentally I'm discovering that clear and open is about engagement. It started with the desire to solve the problem of employee disengagement, which is a half a trillion dollar problem in the world. 15 or 20% of employees in any business are actively disengaged often don't even know it, but their behavior will show it if you look closely enough. And then when I started to, to discover, when I made Clear and Open, you know, sort of centered it around solving the engagement problem, what I saw was that the people who came to me who wanted to solve the engagement problem, wait for it, weren't engaged. And so this is the problem I've been solving. Now, of course, on one level, everyone's always doing the best that they can. We live busy lives. I get it. We're all doing the best that we can. Sometimes you take a course or you learn some information and the timing is not the greatest for what's going on in your life and you've got other things going on and you can't necessarily give it 100% of your full attention. Okay, I get it. But at least know that you're doing that. Know that you're doing that. I did an online course of someone else's uh, about six months ago, and it was at a very busy time in my life. And I had the best of intentions when I started it. And I just started not being able to go. I was listening to recordings. I barely even had time to do those things. And I was like, okay, I'm auditing this course now. And I'm going to take the recordings. And when things open up for me in about three months, I'm going to put myself through it the way I would have liked to do it the first time. That's fine. If that's what is true for you for this course right now, that's fine. All I ask for is and encourage and invite is a level of radical honesty. 
that whatever you're engaged in, whether it's this or anything else in your life, be honest, radically, brutally, perhaps even painfully honest about your level of engagement. Because the results you get from any endeavor are going to be most hinging on your level of engagement. I mean, that's kind of easy. We even have a cliche about that. You get out of it what you put in, right? But what we don't think about is like, how does an Olympic athlete engage in their sport or their diet or their sleeping patterns? Do you know uh, professional NFL players, uh, there's a lot of uh, coaches and the support staff who spend you know, tens of thousands of dollars figuring out what the best way is, millions maybe, to get their players to get a good night's sleep. The material of the sheets, sleep aids, they have diagnostic, they, they have metrics that, that show um, how well they're sleeping. So, I mean, those are not so expensive these days because you can do it with your iPhone. And like, that's what they're looking at. That's engagement. Because why? Because a football team, that's how committed they are to winning. Everything's about that. And that's the cool thing about professional sports. There's plenty of not cool things in my opinion, but that's a place in our world where you see some of the most profound and extreme committed dedication. Professional sports, Olympic sports, college athletics. And that's why we love to watch them. They're engaged, right? Michael Jordan, Walter Payton, Steph Curry, Spud Webb, Tree Rollins, Larry Bird. These, we, we, we think of them, we go, oh man, we would never think of like, we don't imagine them sleeping in, <laughs> right? Even if they've got an 80% free throw percentage, we imagine them doing 100 before they leave the court every night. Because they're dedicated to it. And we, let, and we watch movies of this kind of stuff, right? Think the Rocky montages. And as I often say, I wish one time they would show one of these, uh, one of these montages and they would show, you know, like Rocky or whoever it is, just like crawling out of bed and rubbing his eyes and, you know, milling around for a little while and just like trying to psych himself up and maybe not doing it one day. That would be way more, way more realistic, right? Engagement is dying in our culture. In some areas, it's already dead. And then we wonder why we're all, we have all these problems. What if all the problems we have as a, as a society are totally solvable? What if all of the business problems you have are completely solvable? And it's not an issue of knowledge because knowledge is easy enough to find out. You can find out just about anything you want in about 45 seconds. And that's with a crappy DSL connection. <laughs> You can find anything you want. Skill, now we're talking, right? Skill requires practice. Practice requires dedication. But even more important is awareness. Because if you're not aware of your own disengagement, then you'll not be able to practice that skill. Thanks for listening to Manage to Engage, the clear and open podcast. 
Join us next week when you'll be a little bit closer to who you're destined to be. Until then, know that Clear and Open is dedicated to the evolution of you because businesses grow when people do. If you want to help the show grow, I'd appreciate you leaving a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is open the Apple Podcasts app, view the full description of the episode, and click the link to leave a rating and review. Or you can go to clearandopen.com slash review, and it will bring you to the right place. If you're looking for more support on your journey, head over to clearandopen.com for even more tools, articles, and free resources. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.